And now, live, it's time. Which team, by colors alone, is identifiable around the world? It's time for the JT The Brick Show. Which team, by slogan, commitment to excellence? On Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Just win, baby. All those things are the Raiders. Here's your host, JT The Brick. Hour number two, JT with you, brought to you by Ihole, the new international award-winning ultra-premium tequila with the smooth taste and fun name. I got some in the house now, chilled over the weekend, right on ice with a little lime, the official tequila of the JT The Brick Show on Raider Nation Radio, and it's the official tequila of the Henderson Silver Knights, Ihole. That's how you say it, Ihole, the official tequila of the show. It's spelled H-I-J-O-L-E. You see it on the glass. On the glass at the Vegas Golden Knight Games at T-Mobile. And this is what we're talking about this hour along with Jonathan Abram, our spotlight player of the day. Bobby came up with another great idea after hosting the 25th year anniversary show. Bobby hosted it. I sat there and really enjoyed it. Uh, Bobby said, why don't we spotlight a player during the offseason to give everybody one player to call on per show. So that is an outstanding idea because we got to focus the show a little bit more. It's a privilege and an honor for me to host the show, and I hope it's a privilege for you to call the show. So we want to get you calling on the Knights and the Raiders and everything that's happening in Vegas. Loosen it up here in the summer because once the season starts, it's six days a week for me. Two shows a day, all day Sunday on game day, and it is a rough run, and here in the summer, we like to loosen it up, talk more about Vegas, some of the things we're doing here in town. But for Raiders content, it's Jonathan Abram Day. So what do you expect of him? How excited are you for him coming up here? And the sad thing for John Abram and for Henry Ruggs is, and Josh Jacobs is these guys haven't met anybody in town yet. They're not, they weren't able under COVID to go out and go have lunch and see everybody all the time and walk into bars and restaurants and have Raider fans take pictures with them and hang out with them and get to know them. The car wash, hanging out, doing certain things, that's a big deal. And we've been waiting a long time for that now that we're 100% open. I hope you see more of the Raider players coming in and around town with their families, doing what they're doing. Give them the space that they need when they're in public and with their, when they're with their families. But the Raider players are going to be doing a lot of PR. They're going to be around town with their charity work. They're going to be showing up socially. They're going to have their own deals in town with their car companies and what they're doing. So you're going to have a chance to see a lot of these players going forward. You know, one thing about Vegas, and we'll talk about it coming up here with Steph McKenzie, I said that there's so much happening that something could be happening down at Circa, at the pool at Circa, and another thing could be going on at MGM at the pool. Right, with, with Raiders at, at different parts of town. So not everybody can be everywhere. So there's a few things that we got to get locked into our calendars, which are going to be the concerts, the events at Allegiant Stadium, T-Mobile. But for me, the big one is the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights are, have the ability to play in the Western Conference Finals next time. That would be the next round. It's a seven-game series that takes two weeks, over two weeks. Then the Stanley Cup Finals is another two-plus weeks. That's a month of hockey. And they're either going to play a few more games and get eliminated or another month of hockey. I've always believed that the Golden Knights had arguably the best roster in hockey because they had two goaltenders and four lines and good defensemen, really good defensemen. 
But now they match up against the Colorado Avalanche team that's probably better now on paper, and they are a heavy favorite. I'm talking heavy favorite to win this next game. And that is con- that's concerning to me. I did not see that happening. I thought that this would be a pretty evenly matched series. And Vegas doesn't think of it this way. So tonight is an important night. It's, what is it, 106, 107 degrees? Colorado, minus 190 coming into this game tonight. Puck line five and a half. Wow. Vegas plus 170, depending on where you're shopping. 170 DraftKings, 170 William Hill, 160 BetMGM. So I don't gamble, but I put people on the radio that do bet. If you love the Golden Knights, how are you not putting 100 bucks on the Golden Knights tonight? I mean, look, if you don't think they can win the series, hold on to your wallet. But if you believe in the Golden Knights, you better bet them tonight. Because if they don't win this game and go down 0-2, I don't know many people that think they can win the next four out of five. They've got to win four out of five to go out and win. And that's going to be really tough to do. The queen of the Raider Nation right here in Las Vegas, 97 won the point. I just saw her at a graduation party because she's everywhere. Steph McKenzie joins us. Hello, Steph. Hello, love. How are you? Good. Good to see you as you were on the graduation party circuit like I was. And uh, let's congratulate these kids around town here, all of them who are graduating middle school, high school, and getting ready for the next chapter in their lives. I know. How exciting. And, you know, to be able to have those big celebrations not only with their family and friends in their backyards, but to be able to walk was really cool to see this year. Awesome time now. Vegas is opening up at 100% capacity. We'll have Johnny Katz later on to talk about the specifics, but how has it changed on your show? What are your listeners saying in the morning on Fox and McKenzie now that we're at 100%? Well, we just had a listener that called, and they were so excited they had to drive down to Laughlin. Um, and they said it was packed, and they had so much fun. And a lot of people calling and just getting out and experiencing the vibe. Yeah, it's great that people are going to get down. You know, for those who haven't gone down to Laughlin, I've done it once or twice, but way back in the day. What is that experience like? you got to be boating, going to a concert. If you don't have a boat or you're not invited on a boat, don't go? No, they have those really cool water taxis. And you can go from casino to casino on the water. And the jet skis and things like that that you can rent are affordable. And some of the casinos down there have waterfront property where you can swim in the water. Yeah, there was a couple of concerts. Kiss played down there. They get good concerts down there, don't they? Yeah, they got Joan Jett and the Blackhearts coming this summer. So I'm excited for that one. (laughs) Steph McKenzie joins us from the morning show. Fox and McKenzie, 97, won the point. So we have, uh, before I get to Jonathan Abram quickly, a big topic is Mark Bedane and the whole organization. They're ready to tell us about the parking and what's going to happen with tailgating going forward. I know that's a big topic for you and your friends. We're talking about how you get comfortable with the footprint of the new stadium and tailgating and being a Raider fan. You're a diehard Raider fan that travels and goes on road trips. Let's stay here in Vegas. How are you going to plan your day around a home game? How are you going to drive in? What do you think it's going to be like? Well, because I've had the experience of, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights and going to see the Aviators, you know, you're going to just have to have some patience if you want to park, right, and Mm -hmm. parking around the area. Or you make it a whole-day event, and you can go across the way to the Strip and play at some of the great casinos 
and then just walk over. It's not going to be a bad walk. Maybe in August, a little hot, grab a water fan, whatever. I think in the beginning, I mean, because obviously tailgating is such a part of our history, and it's so what we do. I think that at the beginning, though, everyone wants to see the stadium and what happens around that. And I bet you dollars to donuts, JT, there's going to be some surprises along the way that you'll want to be at the stadium and in that vicinity. Yeah, well, you and I talked about that. Wanting to get inside, I think, is a key feature compared to Oakland. Everybody wanted to get inside in Oakland, but the tailgate outside was just a different experience, and it'll never be duplicated here in Vegas, even though Vegas is going to have some great tailgates. But you mentioned the Strip Corridor and walking over that Hacienda Bridge and everything that's going to be happening around that. Well, I think it's going to, that not only is the party going to be there, but, you know, that was one thing, being an Uber Raider fan and traveling for so many years, going to other stadiums, you're kind of like, oh, where, where do you guys tailgate? What do you do? And I, and I keep saying this. I compare this when we went to AT&T Stadium. We wanted to be around close to the stadium because they had so many cool activities going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm really hoping we get even bigger and better things here at Allegiant Stadium. Queen of the Raider Nation in Vegas, Steph McKenzie, our great friend, joins us throughout the season on Wednesdays, every other Wednesday, maybe every other other Wednesday, because, you know, we need a break. We get a break. It's some summer schedule here. I was excited to talk to you. Guess what I went and saw over the weekend? And everyone, when you come to Vegas or you're in Vegas, you got to go see it. 27, the musical adventure at the Virgin. Really? Tell us about that in that theater. What was that like? Well, first of all, it's an intimate theater, and I was really excited to go for the classic rock history, and they really bring a lot of the history. It's all the um, classic rock artists that have passed at the age of 27, um, and they start from the very beginning all the way up, and it's Jim Morrison was my favorite, honestly. Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin, right? All, all, yep. the, all, all the rock stars. So that's a really good idea. So the show's called 27? Yeah, it's 27, a musical adventure. And the showroom is intimate, it's not huge, and you get to really feel, like, they go through their emotions, what they were doing, what happened, how they died, all that stuff. Wow, fun. Is it fun or was it depressing? They played all their set lists, so (laughs) the the music must have been pretty good, right? No, I think just because they've been gone for so long that you're finding out a little bit of the history that you didn't know. You see some footage from concerts. It's really cool. It was really neat to hear the history of them. Yeah, what I love about that is we can go to our favorite steakhouse there, One Steakhouse, see the great John O'Donnell right there, so you can go from the 27 show to One Steakhouse right there, which, by the way, got a lot of favorite steakhouses, but that one is at the super top of the list. Uh, Quickly on this, so Guns N' Roses news broke, okay? So Guns N' Roses is coming back to Vegas. I'm not going to tip my hand on everything. They'll announce the venue, but Wolfgang Van Halen, Wolfie's band, is opening up on tour, and his lead guitar player is Frankie Sidoris, who's a great guitar player here in yeah. town, who also plays with Miles Kennedy and Slash. So he's a friend of mine. So he's going to be the warm-up band for Guns N' Roses with Mammoth, Wolfgang Van Halen's band. I think fans are going to be really excited instead of seeing a typical warm-up band that no one cares about. Everybody is going to get in there early and see Wolfie play with this new band, which is off the charts. It's going to be great. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, I have to say, the live music and people just longing for something, they need that live music. That just takes it to the top, right? Over the top for all of us. 
All right, let's wrap it up with our spotlight player, Jonathan Abram. Now, I don't know who your guy is. you got a lot of guys over the years. That's your guy. That's your guy. You're known for being transparent. You're known for being really specific. Are you a Jonathan Abram fan? Do you believe in him going forward? What are your expectations on him this year? Um, Well, let me give you a little bit of history because when he first came to the Raiders, I was so, so, so excited. And then he was a bit disappointing to me in his attitude and his behavior. I get you got to feel that you're all that in a bag of chips, but you get a sense, JT, and, you know, you get more insight than I do as far as when it comes to the organization. But from a fan looking from the outside in, you could see that he got fine-tuned a little bit, right, as Mm -hmm. he progressed with the Raiders. And I think that what he has done in the offseason personally, professionally, and how he's growing – I just love how he just gets bigger and better. And I think he's really dedicated and and had that immature mentality really shaken from him. So I like him. I I look forward to great things from him. Great hit. So do I. He's got to play really big. If if he explodes, you know, everybody looks at the Raiders now with Yannick Ngakwe coming off the edge and Casey Hayward, who's a two-time pro bowler. Imagine this, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, Steph McKenzie. What happens if John Abram plays like a pro bowler? In his third year, what happens if he gets dialed in correctly, lines up right, and then after week four or five, we're going, oh, my God, this guy's unbelievable. He's on pace to be a pro bowler at this position. If that happens, then the season can explode in a good way. But without him playing well, I mean, look, there are going to be guys who are going to take his job if he doesn't get off to a good start. So I'm really hoping he has a big year. Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, he had such an unfortunate first year. I think mm-hmm. he just needs that, that opportunity, and I think he's a great player. I think he's worked hard. If you follow on any of his socials, he's done nothing but work in the off season and not screw off like he did his first year. Um, my personal opinion is he should not have that orange hair. It jinxes us. <laughs> oh, look at Steph with hair color, dropping hair color in. Hey, lastly, before you go, I know you wanted to mention football camp. Uh, your, your son – excelled in it i know you want some other moms and dads to know about how kids can be involved in football camp this summer yeah the vegas golden knights youth tackle team has tryouts on saturday at all american park at 10 a.m so that will be fun if that's something you're looking forward to doing in the fall the conditioning is all summer long but a really cool thing i wanted to share with you as well jt is quinton um call it or Quentin what is his last name I just talked to him this morning why can't I think of it he we has got it go ahead campus. it's uh elevated play and it's free for everyone in Las Vegas and he doesn't just do football he is doing mentality and how to cope in today's world as a young kid and it's K through 12. Excellent I like that golden knight you said golden knights and football yeah, the Vegas the Vegas golden knights tackle team Wow, how cool is that to play on the VGK tackle team and tryouts at All-American, right? I don't know if Mommy's ready for it, JT, but I'm going forward with it. <laughs> All right, we'll see you out there Saturday. Uh, stay stay cool in the 106 and 7. You know, we both like the heat, so this is our time of year. Talk to you soon, hon. I know. Thanks, JT. Go Raiders. There's Steph McKenzie checking in. That's pretty cool. Vegas Golden Knights football. Tackle football, I like that. Speaking of tackle football, it brings young men together. My son, who's 20 now, uh, just got in a car today to go to Newport Beach. He's listening to the show. He says, Dad, I want 
this is crazy because, Dad, I want to go to Newport Beach. I go, when? Well, next week? No, now. Okay. You're 20. Go ahead. You need anything? No, I got it. And three of his buddies picked him up and two he played football with. And they're going out to Newport Beach. Not a bad place to be to get out of the heat. Newport Beach, they're listening. So shout out to the boys as they are driving past state line, way past it, listening on the Raiders mobile app. Good to see that they got out of Dodge quickly. 702-365-9200. Phones are open. Use the phones. We shouldn't have an open phone line ever, especially with our listeners globally on the Raider app. Raider Calvin in the East Bay. What's happening? Hey, how you doing, JT? I love the show. Good, man. I Thank just, you. I just want to do a great shout-out to Mark Davis. I did the Raider tour of Allegiant Stadium this weekend. It was amazing. Anybody that's a Raider fan anywhere needs to do the tour. It's awesome. You will not be disappointed. Just wanted to say that. And I was also in Vegas, obviously, for the seventh game. I didn't go to the hockey game, but every sports bet, every room that had a TV, game seven was on, and people were cheering and happy. All of Vegas lit up, and I can just imagine how that will be when the Raiders come there and start winning and winning big games, just the whole city will light up. And hey, let me ask you this. You're, a, you're, an e, you're, you're an East Bay guy, right? Yes, sir. So you were upset when the Raiders left, obviously. No, I was not. I, I oh, you weren't upset? Winning. No, because I felt all alone. I've been around a long time, and I felt all alone. They could have built the stadium if they wanted to in the early 90s, late 80s, if they really wanted to do it. I felt that. And... It, I wanted it to be. I wanted them to stay, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't going to happen. So and you so, saw the new stadium, and you get it now. You get how this sir, could help the Raiders. I loved it. I get it. Any and any Raider fan that questioning why they left, they go see that stadium, and all the Raider love everywhere there. They'll go. This is why. This is what we deserve as Raider fans, Raider lovers. We deserve what we have there in Vegas. So yes. I'm happy. Nicely said. Nicely said. Appreciate the call, Calvin. Thanks for checking in. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You know, he said something important because he's from the East Bay, so I followed up with him, is that once you see the stadium as an East Bay Raider fan, Bay Area Raider fan, I think it'll change your whole perception on the move and why the move happened, why the move unfortunately had to happen, and then it diffuses everybody. I'm going in there right now. I'm leaving in an hour to go check out my seats for the first time. And when you get inside the stadium, you'll see that it's all about the Raiders. And for the Raider fans from all over the world now to have a global base in the southwest of the United States where fans can get to, and it's brand new, and it's going to be there for the next 40, 50 years, and it's going to be a hub. And that's why it's going to bring Raider fans together. Not that Oakland didn't do that. Oakland did too. And L.A. had... It's time, and a great time, and a championship. And when you look at the championship runs. But what's different about Vegas is the Raiders had to get to the modern times when it came to a facility and a stadium that would help them can compete for championships. And that's what was disappointing. You know, the few times that I've hosted events with Mike Mayock, Mike brings up in these events that the team was 2-6 and six at home. And I was there for every game, home and away, and I keep forgetting about 2-6 and six at home. Because of those games, it just they were a blur. They came and went. Tom Brady, you know, they lose to Tom Brady. They lose to Josh Allen in Buffalo. 
You look at the teams, the Chargers, Justin Herbert wins his first game in Las Vegas. Unacceptable. Patrick Mahomes was beat in Las Vegas. Beat. He had to go from one end of the field to the other end of the field. He would have got swept for the entire year. It was right there for the Raiders to take. So for the Raiders to lose all of those home games, I really believe that fans would have made a difference. Not in all of them. I'm not saying from going to two and six, but I think they could have been a team that won four of those games. When you look at it, they could have been four and four at home. And that that's what would have been the difference. A pure home for the silver and black now in Las Vegas. No one ever thought of it. It came about quickly, and now they're given tours. And from everything that I've heard, and I haven't been on one yet, but those who have gone say the tours are fantastic. It blows everyone away. Looks like we're going to have Darren Waller on tomorrow or another Raider. Appreciate the Raiders getting back to me. So we will have a Raider tomorrow, and hopefully I'm working on a big, big, big get from the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, depending on what happens tonight, but they're always good to me, and VGK will have a big part of tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow is a victory day for the Vegas Golden Knights, and if this gets back to 1-1, Vegas is going to be off the hook on Friday. It'll be crazy on Friday, but with a win and going into the fortress even, that'll be incredible. The show is brought to you by Bell Solar, an amazing company you can trust. Bell Solar is a Best of Las Vegas gold winner. Average homeowners who choose solar Save more than $35,000 over 20 years. Think of that number. It's big. Plus, the government pays 26% of your system through tax credits. And you can qualify for no payments for six months. All you need to do is call Bell Solar, 702-979-1277. That's 702-979-1277. When we come back, more of your calls, 702-365-9200 on your game plan for tailgating what do you do to tailgate this year and how do you plan on getting to a raider game what is your plan and also we're spotlighting jonathan abram what do you like about him what do you hope happens what would you like to see in the personal and football growth of john abram so he's a raider for a long long time Here's a chance for the Knights out in front. Backdoor play, they score. Nick Holden pinching in at the left side of the crease. A broken play for Colorado, and Nick Holden finally stops the bleeding for Vegas. His first goal of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, Colorado's really good, aren't they? But I think Vegas is better than Colorado. I thought they were during the year. Two evenly matched teams. I think Vegas is deeper. Vegas has got to stop the top line of the Colorado Avalanche, which is really tough to do. Slow down the McKinnon line and don't let Colorado's D rush the puck. And Vegas has got to score early, everybody. I mean, you can't have this many goal scorers on a team. We're giving away a Vegas Golden Knights hat now and a two-foot sub to the first caller who gets on the air, not who calls in. None of that. We're not giving away random, like, lottery tickets here. If you got a Vegas Golden Knight call, on why you believe they'll beat Colorado, or if you don't think they could beat Colorado, we'll take your call on that. We'll give you a Vegas Golden Knight hat and a two-foot sub. Qualify for the tickets for game four, 702-365-9200. Let's get out to Just Win Wendy in Oakland. 
checking in on the Raiders app. How are you? Hey, how you doing, JT? Hey, Wendy, what's new? So last week I came to Vegas and I got to go on the stadium tour on Tuesday night, drinking a view at the at the at the torch, and then Wednesday I had my PSL seat tour, and I. I planned it all out so that I could really get the most out of it. You know, it was really an Allegiant Stadium Raider visit to Vegas. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm going to see my tickets today. What would you like about the PSL tour when you got you went to your seats? You sat in your seats? Well, um, I love being able to go through the Twitch Lounge, which is just incredible. Oh, my God. That is just amazing because I had club seats back in Oakland for about the last four years, um, and this is just so much, <laughs> it's just so beautiful. And uh, and I think the coolest thing is what you said, you know, what is going to be your routine? And I was trying to figure out what's going to be my routine, but, you know, I really can't figure that out by looking or walking around. All I can say is I'm going to always go to the torch every every game, either before the game or during the game. I'm going to always go to the torch and check it out just to be there. There's something special about that new torch. And then I always will be, you know, going in early at noon. Um, I always like to watch the guys warm up. I like them announced, you know, they come out on the Mm -hmm. field in, in position groups and they get to warm up and you get to see them and you get to see how they're doing with each other. Um, and with their coaches and everything else when they warm up. And I think that's even better because in Oakland I was missing half of the tailgate because I come in early. Yeah. So at least in Vegas there won't be a lot of tailgating because it's too hot, of course, and there won't be anyway. But um, I'm really looking forward to that. I think, you know, when I first walked in and saw the Torch Stadium Tour, I broke down in tears. It was mm. just so emotional. I mean, after waiting... Since 2017, putting my money down, you know, here I am finally getting to walk in. It was it was pretty emotional, and um, I really loved it. And I'm I'm just really really excited about the the team this year. Mm-hmm. And um, my comment on Jonathan Abram is just that I've always been pro Abram. I mean, he came in with a lot of passion, and you know, no matter if he was wild and crazy, he was still passionate. And you can't teach that passion. Mm-hmm. You can't teach a guy to to want to hit people. And I think he has that. And now it'll finally be directed. It's like a truck that's not in alignment. You know, you get that truck in alignment, going the right way, and, and it can knock anything down. Um, I have an F-150, so that's why I'm thinking about <laughs> and it. Wendy, you know, sometimes I can't see the forest through the one tree that blocks me. That's all I'm like on the radio. You got the whole show today. You called in on the stadium, the experience, the routine. You said you don't have a routine. You called in on our spotlight player. You're listening on the app. You're going the extra mile to get the show. I can't thank you enough. I hope to see you, you out here bet. a lot. You bet. I can't wait to see you again, and I saw you at the draft party like two years ago, you know, out in Vegas, that was such yep. a fun draft party. So I can't wait to see everything again, and um, I'll see you at the Twitch Lounge. You got it. I'll be at the Twitch Lounge. Just win Wendy. That's a good nickname. That's a good caller nickname. Better than JT the Brick. I like that. Just win Wendy. Love it. All right. A miracle has happened. Hallelujah. We got a Golden Knight call from Jerry in Vegas. If he gets through, it'll get a hat and a two-foot sub. How are you, Jerry? 
I'm great. How are you, JT? What does it take to win this game? It's got to be a win. Not a good moral loss, Vic. None of that crap. they got to win the game. Well, they got to stop the speed of the Colorado Avalanche. That they absolutely have to do. They have to play better than what they did. Obviously, they got to play better than they did the first game. The dynamics is going to be different now. That first game, we were coming off a seven-game series. They were rested. They were wait, waiting for us. They were like a hornet's nest. That will not be the case tonight. They're going to bounce back strong, and everything will be fine. Okay. All right. We'll put you on hold there. You get the hat and the two-foot sub. You know, it took an hour and a half for that, but nice to see that the Golden Knight fans are out there. Bobby, put them on hold. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Well, then they're not going to sneak up on anybody. Everybody knows in that Colorado group that Vegas is coming big tonight. Vegas is coming big tonight, and it would be a shame. You got Mark Andre Florian goal. He's clearly rested, and he did need rest. He needed rest. He got that rest. So even if even if Flower doesn't win, there's no excuses. We got the guy in goal we want. The team is rested, and the team is in a must-win feel, vibe, against a superior team, so they got to be ready to go. John Tatsalamidis, Johnny Katz from the Las Vegas Review-Journal will be ready to go. He's the man amongst town. Everybody knows him here. He writes the column that everybody in Vegas reads to find out what's happening. And, Johnny, good to talk to you. Let's begin. Big night here for Bill Foley and this franchise that wants to sell out multiple games going forward here at the Fortress. But if they don't win this game, there could be limited home games left. How do you say it? Well, yeah, that was uh, I didn't uh, I didn't see the entire game one, but what I saw of it uh, was uh, frankly wasn't much to be proud of. <laughs> they, they just got uh, they got poleaxed, as we say. So yeah, it would be helpful to win tonight and, and regenerate some uh, some goodwill and some spirit and some momentum coming back into Las Vegas. But uh, you know the nights are going to be big no matter what happens, and uh, yeah, a lot of hinging on uh, on Flurry's performance and them uh, pulling us off tonight and, and coming back into t- into town with some steam behind them. You know, can you imagine they win this game? What Friday looks like, hundred percent capacity and. I want to thank you before we begin because you spent a lot of time with us when we were shut down. It was a pandemic, still is a pandemic that we're trying to get on the other end of. But now we go to 100 percent. And think of those interviews you've had with me when we were 25 percent and we couldn't get to 50 and it stayed at 25 percent. What's been the buzz around town as you talk to everybody about 100 percent? Well, it's it's been that yeah, and it's been a, it's been great being with you, uh, JT. And congratulations on your anniversary too. That Thank 25 you. years last week. That is no it's uh, no joke, folks. That is not easy to do anywhere in your business. So I commend you for that. You deserve every inch of it. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think right now the buzz around town is um, is is where we are. It's being prepared to reopen at full tilt, and what seems to be a pretty rapid pace right now. Everybody was kind of ready to to get there, kind of mentally. But there's a lot of structural things that have to be done, a lot of logistical and infrastructural uh, duties that need to be enacted. So uh, live entertainment, for example, can return to, to the fore. So that's what we're seeing right now. And for the performers and all the entertainment professionals to get back into work mode, into production mode, and get themselves, frankly, back into condition to do it. You know, people haven't been on stage, singers and dancers, for quite some time. And they need to, you know, they need to get back into, it's like an athlete, you know, getting into yeah, training camp. Sure. You know, you need to work it out. Uh, I feel like these some of these uh, folks could use a you know a six weeks six week training camp to return to the turn to the bigs, 
But um, it's been great, great energy. I was out at the Fremont Street Experience on uh, Monday, late Monday night, early Tuesday morning to, to restart the Fremont Street Experience live entertainment programming on the three stages down there. That was wild. And uh, here we go. You know, here we go. We're back at it. Johnny Katz joins us. You know, you hear these stories around town that a lot of people have been on, an, on an unemployment and they don't want to get off unemployment and it's hard to hire how do all these casinos ramp up the speed, all these businesses that you're talking to ramp up the speed if they're going to be full capacity and so many people are coming back? How is the workforce coming back to work over the last couple of weeks? You know, I think you're, that's a good point. I think uh, incrementally, and I think a lot of the, the folks that I've talked to, at least in the entertainment hospitality industry, have faced that pro- that challenge, but they do see also that there is an, a massive workforce out there um, that is ready to come back to work uh, that has been sidelined. And I think the desire is there, and I think there's a huge uh, uh, community of, of uh, professionals who make our city a tourist destination who are ready to get back to work. And it's just a matter of, of connecting with them and finding out what their needs are, what their expectations are, what their, you know, where they are in, their, in terms of their, are they going to have to be retrained, reapply for jobs, all that stuff. And that is ongoing right now. I, I think that's ongoing across the city right now. Johnny Katz, Las Vegas Review Journal. I saw your piece on Adam Lambert. I saw him with Queen. Now he's coming back as a solo performance. What a performer! What a voice! What range! Uh, what's this? Is this in between Queen's announcement on their global resurgence of their world tour? Is this him getting the reps in, as you're saying, before he goes out with Queen again? You know, I don't. I, it's a good question. I think uh, I think he certainly has enjoyed being on the in the Queen lineup. And and uh, I, I will say this, and, and the band has said the same thing. Adam Lambert saved Queen as a live act. They were ready to kind of you know stop uh, performing live um, after they had Paul Rogers in the band. If you remember that era, and, and Rogers had done a, you know some several uh, had done a, a couple of tours with him, I think, and at least one tour, and had been the singer. And then Rogers wasn't going to do it anymore. And then they, they came across Adam Lambert on the on American Idol, and uh, and he kind of out of nowhere revived the band. So I think there's a lot of incentive for him to come back with Queen, but I do think that there's a need for him artistically to be his own man. And Adam Lambert is a showman, man. He I've seen his solo show before over at the uh, at the Foundry a few years ago at then SLS, the Ben Foundry then SLS, and he is a dynamite showman. He's got a lot of rock in him, but he's also got a lot of musical theater skills too. And he puts on a whole a multi-sensory kind of show. I, I dig him no matter what the format is. Johnny Katz is our guest, Las Vegas Review Journal. So you and I were both excited because we both know Frank Sidoris, who's now playing with Wolfgang Van Halen, also plays with Slash and Miles Kennedy. We saw him play locally together here. So now mm-hmm. that they'll be opening up for Guns N' Roses as we wait for more details on that announcement, that's the big show until the Stones come to Vegas, the Rolling Stones, to get Guns N' Roses to come into Las Vegas at the end of the summer is a monster show. What do you know about that one? Well, that's uh, yeah, you nailed it. It's August 27th is the date. Um, there's there was a preliminary announcement on the band's website that it was going to be at T-Mobile Arena, but that was that was uh, not to be taken uh, as a, a Bible and verse. We're going to hear soon, within days, where it's going to be at, it, with with T-Mobile. I think the you know still probably the likely venue, but who knows? You know, I don't know what they're what they're going to decide. Uh, they're they're a, a band that uh, certainly can can sell T-Mobile Arena. They've already done it in, in 2016 when they reunited in the first place in April of that year, and then again in uh, 2017. Frankie Sidoris is very interesting. He's a, he is a bona fide rock star, a Las Vegas native. 
Uh, we saw him with uh, uh, toggling with uh, Frankie Perez, another Vegas native, another great artist over there at the, the late Cleopatra's Barge together. Uh, and Frankie has DNA of, uh, you know, now he's got DNA of Guns N' Roses because he's been, you know, he's, he's uh, played with Slash. He's got Van Halen DNA with Wolfie uh, Van Halen. And I don't know, if that doesn't make you a rock star, I don't know what does. <laughs> he's a great he's a guy. Great he's, a great, guy. He's, a great, he's a great rock star. One of the he best is. young guitar players out there. Also, oh, Keith, right. also Keith Urban at Caesars Palace. Big show mm-hmm. there. Hey, that's a rebook uh, from uh, his residency that was in Paws uh, last year. He'd opened in, uh, in 019. And the thing about Urban's shows is, uh, if you can see him, you don't... <laughs> He's kind of known, you know, of course, as a kind of a country artist or country-esque artist. But this guy is another one who can really rock it on guitar. He's a great uh, multifaceted musician. Uh, a lot like Brad Paisley. You know, if you ever see Brad Paisley live, he, they, they've got a lot of rock qualities in their music. And he comes right out into the crowd, uh, Urban does. And he gets right in the middle of the audience. And so it's important for them to be at 100% capacity. And they're going to be seated at their, in their general admission configuration there at the, at the Coliseum, which means that they're going to have more of a festival seating pattern and standing in the front. So it's going to be pretty rowdy. I, I feel like his shows are going to be really rowdy when he gets, uh, when he gets back on stage. Wrapping up with Johnny Katz, we'll be at the opening of Resorts World. Tell all of our listeners about the boldness of this project. The national ad campaigns are incredible. Resorts World will be the most expensive property in the history of Las Vegas. They're opening up on time. There's more phases to come. Every time I read something about Resorts World, it gets bigger and bigger. What can you tell us? Well, I will find out. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be there at the opening of, uh, of uh, Resorts World. I think uh, they definitely spent lavishly on all facets of the hotel. Uh, you know, they're going to have Miley Cyrus open um, on the AU uh, Day Club deck out there on the 4th of July. Uh, they've got some big names coming in uh, for the uh, Doghouse Saloon there, mm-hmm. Uncle Cracker and uh, Darius Rucker from um, Hootie and the Blowfish. That, and, uh, and that place is going to be their sports book, by the way. Um, also, there's sports betting enclave. Um, I'm expecting, uh, to, you know, I think that people are going to be very excited about this place. It's going to be huge scale. And uh, I think that it's, it's just going to be very exciting. I think it's going to blow some minds, you know. I've, uh, it, it is it is a genuine brand new mega resort for the first time on the strip, uh, really since the Cosmopolitan opened, and uh, yeah, I think there's great hype and they they managed to time the opening right. They, you know, it wasn't all up to them, up to Scott Sabella entirely. They got a break with the with COVID reopening, mm-hmm. but uh, they, it's going to be it's it's going to be something special. It's going to be a very interesting fall around town for these new resorts. The fall is going to be really uh, bubbling over. Well, I think this is a moment for me and you. We've done a lot of radio together during the pandemic when there was nothing, and I mean nothing going on in Vegas, and you kind of were Mr. Optimism. You were a guy telling us it was eventually going to come back, and now it's 100% capacity, and it's going to be harder to bump into you around town now because you're going to, be, <laughs> you're going to need a helicopter to take you from, from Circa all the way to the other side of the strip at Mandalay Bay, but we'll be bumping into you, buddy. Thanks for doing this. You- I'm looking forward to all of it, JT. Thanks. You got it. Johnny Katz at the Las Vegas Review Journal. I wanted to make sure that was a big part of our show. Uh, One of the things I wanted to add to Raider Nation Radio was just the vibe of what's happening in the city. There's so many people listening that aren't in Vegas and want to come in and they just don't know where to go because there was a pandemic. 
countless people telling me, what do I do in Vegas? When are you open, JT? If I do come in, when, where should I stay? What restaurants are open? Are they open outdoors? It got to the point. Forget it. I don't know. Come if you want. If you're not scared, come. Wear a mask. Get on a plane. Now we're 100% open, and everything's ramping up. And as Katz just said, I mean, these, these performers, they need training camp. If you're going to be in one of these big shows, you need a month, six weeks to get your mojo back to go on stage six nights a week. And that's happening here. And a lot of locals are going to be able to fill in the gaps here and buy these tickets and go to a lot of these events. But the music is really going to ramp up quickly because what's happening in Vegas is we have all the infrastructure and all the theaters and the concert halls ready to go. And we're at 100%. So as soon as these artists and performers say, I want to go to Vegas, it's places to play. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Heading into this weekend, I cannot wait for this weekend. It feels like a short week because of the Monday holiday. We'll wrap up the show tomorrow. we got a couple of big guests, including a writer that I'm excited about. And then we'll head into the Golden Knights game, which I'm going to on Friday. And I'm hoping they get a win, and it's 2-1 Golden Knights. If they win tonight... I'm confident they'll win in Vegas. I cannot see Colorado coming in if they lose in Colorado and get in game three. But if Vegas doesn't win tonight, there's going to be a lot of pressure, and the season could be getting away from the Golden Knights. So there's a lot of pressure this week. This is a hockey week. And we got an NHL franchise in this town, and we got to get on their back. we got to support them here. They're so close to getting to the Cup and winning the Cup, but Colorado is such a formidable opponent. They're going to have to play close to perfect. We'll wrap it up on the other side. Brought to you by SamAndAshLaw.com. If you get into an accident, the only team to call that will focus on your recovery for your injuries, they'll do it all. Sam and Ash, 702-820-1234. Other lawyers, they'll make you do the legwork. You think these big lawyers, they don't even call you. They're not even in the office. Sam and Ash is. Sam and Ash do the work for you so you don't have to. SamAndAshLaw.com. As we continue, we wrap it up on Raider Nation Radio. I don't know how much I'll let him do, you know, with guys chasing him around. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. See what the doctors say, and uh, and uh, he may be doing a lot of coaching. That's Bruce Arians, head coach of the world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. JT, back with you. Brought to you by MeetupVegas.com. It's grilling season, even if it's hot. Grill earlier, grill later on in the night. Uh, MeetupVegas.com. Code word JT Brick. I've hooked up a lot of people. They come to me all the time, say, JT, thanks for the hookup. I'm never getting meat a different way other than meetupvegas.com, code word JT Brick. So the interesting thing with Tom Brady is Tom Brady left New England because it was too structured. And Brady's a pretty structured guy, right? He's a very structured guy. He works harder than anybody. So Brady's not looking to take the easy way out. He just didn't want to be that stringent under Belichick. So he goes to Tampa. They win the Super Bowl. He's working out with everybody on his own. Bruce Arian's not in the building. Brady works out. They don't have to be there with their coaches. It's incredible. Now, the Raiders are exactly the opposite. That John Gruden needs to coach these young players. They need structure. But Derek Carr can work out with players when he wants on his own and do certain things. It's incredible what they're doing in Tampa Bay. The first time, and John Clayton, 
who I'm going to try to get on here in a couple of days because he wrote a great column for the Washington Post on what Tampa Bay is doing differently. They're the first organization ever to bring back every single player from the Super Bowl and the coaches. So they made it a point to bring everybody back. That never happens because it's never happened. This is the first time. So they're going to try to do something that people say can't be done. Can't be done. And if they're able to pull it off, man, other teams are going to shake their head. They're that special of a team. That special of a team. Do I think they can repeat? Well, it's going to be a little bit easier because Drew Brees retired. So he's not in New Orleans, and that was supposed to be their tough team in their division. Remember, this Tampa Bay team had to be a wild card team and go on the road. People forget that. Tampa Bay had to do all this on the road. This year, I think they're going to be much better, and they're going to win the division. And by winning the division, it's going to be a little bit of an easier road for them going forward. And Dan Marino said something very interesting. He doesn't want Belichick to uh, beat Don Shula in wins. I like this. And he says he hopes he doesn't get it. Hall of Famer Dan Marino spent 20 years watching New Era players and all the records, but there's one record he doesn't want to see broken. Don Shula's record of 328 wins, 347, including the playoffs. And Shula, who coached Marino, and what a career they had when they broke George Hallis's record. But here comes Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is trying to get to the 347 number, and he's going to have an opportunity to do it. But it's looking a little bit more difficult for Belichick now because he doesn't have Tom Brady. Will he be able to do it? Yeah, he will. And he should be able to do it because I think when it's all said and done, Belichick is going to go down as the greatest NFL coach ever. Period. Coordinator, two Super Bowls with the Giants, six Super Bowls with New England, and he's probably not done yet. Thanks to Bobby for putting the show together. Max Montoya, Johnny Katz, Steph McKenzie, your phone calls. Our winner on the Golden Knights promotion. Nice show today. Appreciate everybody. I am flying down to the stadium now to see my tickets on release day today. Get a chance to go in the building, see my tickets for the first time, sit in them. I'll tweet out a picture at JT the Brick. And then we'll be back tonight, as always, on Mad Dog Sports Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. on Sirius XM 82. Have a good day, you guys.